Maxine, and welcome to Motiv Talks. Let's get down to the modiggity. Since it's our first episode, we're going to keep it a little bit introductory. I'll be the main host for this podcast, but we will be having other guest hosts and speakers from time to time. To sum it up, Motive is a team of vulnerable and blunt teenagers who are here to talk about mental health, neurodivergence, and, well, everything else that we just can't shut up about. We've gathered up some interview questions to help you get to know the Motive Talks members a bit more. Let's get into it. Our first question is, what is your favorite thing about Motive Talks so far? Okay, um, my favorite thing about Motive Talks so far is the fact that we could basically cover any topic we want even if it's a little controversial we can delve into it do research on it and discuss it amongst ourselves and that's pretty freeing yeah i totally agree i'd say my favorite thing as well is just the topics that we work on because i just think of an idea i'm just like oh my gosh that'd be so good to write about and it's just really interesting to start writing the episode to like research and to get to know more about it I just feel like it's stuff that not as many people talk about when it comes to mental mental health. So I feel like that's definitely my favorite part. All right, for the next question, what is your favorite word? Favorite word? Uh, that's a hard one. I'd probably go with the word ocean because the way the letter is mixed together sounds really nice to me. And you wouldn't expect it to sound ocean. My favorite word is taciturn. Which... <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Yeah, not a lot of people hear it. It means, like, someone who doesn't say a lot. And Mm. the reason why I really like it is because I heard it in a rap song once. And when I figured out what the word meant, I thought it was so clever that (laughs) I just carried it around me ever since. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah, what's yours? Um, I'm not sure, but recently I've liked to say modiggity a lot. Just because of this podcast, just like no diggity, like it's not even an actual word. But if I had to choose an actual word, I love saying flabbergasted. It's just so funny to say, like, I'm so flabbergasted. And it sounds like exactly what it means. Exactly. It's just like, it's just like, it's just really fun to say. Super fun. All right. What's your favorite thing to do to release stress? Whenever I feel stressed, I usually just go to some of my favorite hobbies. So I'll just, like, lie down in bed, either watch some anime or, like, listen to some good music and try to calm down. Yeah, I kind of do the same thing. I'll go to my room, I'll sleep it off, I'll watch TikTok, (laughs) or I'll just eat away my sorrows. I don't say it's necessarily healthy, but it does help me. Hey, it happens. All right. So what unpopular opinion do you have? Um, Not a lot of people probably think this, but for me, the unhealthier the food, the better it is. If it says healthy popcorn or something, I won't buy it. If it says um, butter popcorn and I know it'll have extra fat, then it's obviously going to taste better. Ooh, that's a good question. Nope. Um, wow, this really catches me <laughs> off guard. I'm trying to think of something that's like I won't get hate for. Um, I have to be very honest. I hate yeah. peanut butter. Oh, I I actually have to agree. Yeah, exactly. I hate peanut butter. I used to eat it a lot when I was a kid. Like I would take spoonfuls of it and just eat it while I read books. But then one day I ate so much that I, re- I reached full capacity and I threw up. So now, oh wow, yeah, I have to retire it. It's canceled. 
All right, you're probably going to be shocked at mine. I don't like pizza. That's whack. I'm sorry. <laughs> Your opinion is invalid. I just finished eating some pizza like an hour ago. No pizza at all. The only thing I eat is the crust. And I've actually ordered so a bread. pizza. Yes, yeah, so bread. I've ordered pizza with just the crust and some toppings. And that's it. No cheese. I, oh my God. <laughs> I can't imagine how confused like the pizza guy was. <laughs> Oh my god. I know. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna disregard that. Next question. <laughs> Why are you passionate about mental health slash neurodiversity? I'm passionate about mental health because personally I was hospitalized for a really long time and the trauma that followed genuinely um kind of pulled me into the spiral of depression and I was afraid to reach out at the time and it took me years before I found myself again and opened up to people and started talking to them and I feel that no one should have to go through that alone and that's why I feel that the stigma around mental health should be combated and that's why I helped co-found my modern divergence. So basically it's more of like a personal topic since ever since I was little it's been something like I didn't even know but it kind of affected my life in different ways when I was first diagnosed right it was like what even is this like it's just how I've been feeling all my life and I didn't even know that it was some condition for it so that's mainly why I'm passionate about mental health because I feel like not many people get as many resources and there's not as much awareness to it and in my school I just see people laughing about like depression laughing about mental health not taking it seriously Mm -hmm. and people who actually have conditions they're just seeing it as a joke and it's just there's just so much stigma around it that's affecting people in healthcare <clears throat> in society and it's just so yeah that's mainly why I'm passionate about it because I just don't like the way other people are like other people are seeing something so serious as a joke and people who are actually struggling with things have to deal with that and not get the proper help that they're supposed to have it's really just rooted in our culture, mental illness, and how we, at least in America, how we don't really know how to treat that type of thing. Yeah. I know um, that a lot of different people in my life, some of my very close family and very close friends have had to deal with mental illness. And watching that and seeing how, whether that's culturally perpetuated or whether that's something that they were born with, that... Mm-hmm. damages them for the rest of their lives and it affects how they see the world and how they interact with others and exactly. I feel like it's not rocket science if you just get education if you get awareness and if you yeah. get the help that you need and you figure out that you need help in the first place then a lot of the challenges and roadblocks people with mental illness face in the first place can be lifted and so I'm hoping exactly. that like this entire organization this podcast and modern divergence overall can help with that pursuit yeah i definitely hope so as well so what's your least favorite thing about being in quarantine um i mean clearly like not being able to go see my friends i mean i was i was just beginning to like make friends with a lot of my classmates the second semester sophomore year and now it's all gone and it's so bad that now i I look forward to going to work because mm-hmm. it's the only time oh. I can get out of the house. 
<laughs> I don't even have a job, so I'm just stuck at home. Yeah, I, I I used to think like, gosh, I wish I wasn't working, you know, like twenty hour weeks, <laughs> like working all weekend. But it's like I, I I'm dying for that day to come so I can get out of the house and at least see other people. Um, when I'm stressed, I'll usually hit up one of my friends and start ranting or call them. But if it's something a little more personal, then usually I either write poetry or I'll just journal out my thoughts or my emotions. Yeah, definitely get the people part. Like, I miss my friends. Just miss all the people who are important to me. Grades have also been, like, just schoolwork in general. I actually prefer it to regular classes. Right now, my school is doing a pass and fail instead of doing actual grades. So that's been kind of weird as well. My school is not doing that, which is mm-hmm. why I despise school right now. Because they just <laughs> give us pounds of work and they say, yeah, so I guess you could figure out how you want to get this done. Oh, gosh. And it's all, and honestly, I'd rather it be graded mm-hmm. for accuracy because, you know, like, well, you're a junior, so like you're already ta- like worried about college. But I'm just thinking ahead. <laughs> like, I'm trying to get my GPA up now. And if yeah. I'm just like, you know, having all these good grades and it's, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't affect my GPA. I'm yeah. a little upset. But with this too, like they're putting all the passes in as a hundred. So everyone who has a pass just got a huge GPA boost. Not a GPA boost, but like, yeah, their semester just got really high. But as for ranks, it'll probably like not help people that much. That's what I was thinking. Everyone got that boost. Like the, my yeah. school's like, I mean, I don't really know. Cause when people say like if their school's competitive, I'm, I don't really know how people can gauge that. My school seems yeah. like a typical American high school, but like the people at the top of my class, myself included, are mm-hmm. like very, very, like there's nothing that's really gonna move them. So if we all get a yeah. hundreds, okay, we just go, we gonna have a bigger number, but the same pace. Mm-hmm. So yeah, something else that I hate about not exactly just quarantine, but just um the entire virus in itself is just like the racism and everything that I've been seeing going around. But, you know, we'll save that for another episode. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll save that for later on. But, um, <laughs> I mean, the quarantine... a lot to say there. Yeah, I mean, when I talk to my friends and family about it, I just keep up thinking, yeah. you know, this is like a, a... What do you call it? It's like a once-in-a-lifetime. Like, this will probably be, like, one of the most traumatic events that mm-hmm. happens during our lifetime. And, honestly, I guess you could say I'm a little bit scared to see what life is after the coronavirus... Because, yeah. you know, I have, like, I have two baby nieces. And when I was talking with mm-hmm. my dad, where he was like, you know, you have never lived in a world um, before 9-11. Like, you don't know what it's like to go to an airport mm-hmm. where you don't have to go through security and take off your shoes and things like that. And when I think about my nieces and I think about, you know, kids that are growing, that are just now being born, yeah. what is life going to be like for them born after the coronavirus? Like, are they, are they, yeah, are they not going to know what it's like to, like, shake hands with people that they first met? Are they not going to know what it's like <laughs> to, like, you know, go to concerts anymore? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I've seen, like, all those memes about, like, in 2060, if my children say they're lonely, I'll be, like, yeah. back in my day. <laughs> yeah, I saw this, too. I also saw the memes where it was, like, oh, my gosh, the DBQ for oh, yeah. 2060 <laughs> is going to be ridiculous. Over toilet paper. <laughs> Which honestly, I mean, I don't know. I, I was one of the kids that loved A Push, so I would have I would have died to write about this <laughs> over like I can't remember what I had to write for my DBQ. I think it's write about prohibition. Oh, really? I'm in A Push right now. Oh really? Do you like yeah. it? Yeah, definitely. The class is really interesting. 
you know, I love all the debates that we're doing, all the discussions and stuff. But, you know, the AP exam changed for this year. We're still doing a DBQ, but nobody has no idea what it's going to be about. We're all, like, low-key freaking out, but trying to get that five, you know? Now, that's weird because, okay, I know, like, for my sister's school, they only allowed mm-hmm. A-push to be done by juniors. But at my school, only freshmen can do A-push. Only freshmen? Yeah, I got to do my freshman year, and I was like, that's wackadoodle. But, I mean... That is whack. Yeah, they had us take political science our freshman year. Then we took WAP sophomore year, and then now we're taking A-push. But, like, some people, if they, like, didn't have space available for WAP, they jumped them up to A-push or something like that. I don't even know what WAP is, so we are on Oh, different. world history. <laughs> oh, we have yeah. to... Oh, you mean, oh, AP world? We can't take them until junior yeah. year. So it's not funny. Oh, okay. Um, I'm excited for that. A lot of people <laughs> in my school don't like history. Like, I, I didn't realize that before, mm-hmm. that some people, his, like, they don't understand how to do well in history. That's how it is for a lot of STEM kids. Some of my friends are, like, Tell really, they're really good at math and science, stuff like that. But if mm-hmm. you ask them, like, what happened during the War of 1812, they'll, like, completely blank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, no, like, the, history is definitely so important. You can tell, like, some people do not know history. It's not that they don't know history, but, like, they don't know how to, like, learn history. Like, I take it like it's a big story. Like, mm-hmm. imagine you're watching a show. You just got to recount what happened season one. Oh, yeah. Because there's just so much information, and sometimes you don't know how to yeah. learn it piece by piece. I think we're just lucky that we're in America. We're, like, mm-hmm. American history is just so wild that it's fun to learn. It really is. <laughs> but anyway, off from school, let's get on to the next question. Yeah. Favorite food combination? I completely love some fries and some either a milkshake or ice cream, something like that together. Oh, this one's hard. Favorite food combination. Um, prob- I'd probably go with movie theater popcorn and the blue raspberry icy because both of those together is just heaven. I hear people say that all the time and I've tried it's it so and good, I don't understand dude. the hype. I don't understand the hype. Dude, it's so good. Um, like just that if you say so oh it's just like that combination the sweet and salty the hot and cold but what type of ice cream vanilla yeah it's the only one i it's the only one i cannot stand chocolate but that's another question (laughs) Um, (laughs) my favorite see i'm not gonna i don't want to call yours basic but it was basic Mm -hmm. mine is okay apples and milk if you put your apples in whole milk, it tastes impeccable. Also, carrots and barbecue sauce are definitely okay. a staple. <laughs> um, just this to is... add on to that, if you ever have <laughs> Skittles and Mike and Ike's at the same time, it doesn't even matter what flavor. I mean, you're in for a roller coaster. You're just like unpacked. Um, a whole new world. Okay, first apples and milk. Do you like dunk it, soak it, or what? Um, you can do a combination of the dunk and soak. I <laughs> it really depends on how much time I have. I think a nice soak would is what anyone would want if they were an apple in that situation. But <laughs> if you're pressed for time, a, just a dip will do. I'll try that. And then carrots and barbecue sauce. Yeah, I don't, I'm not even healthy enough to even consider carrots. And I don't really, like, another thing I don't like is, what are they called? Condiments. Yeah. Like any? So I'm not a fan. No. Yeah. My condiment is milkshake. You haven't even had every, like, have you ever been to Chick-fil-A and then gone Polynesian sauce? Yeah, I have. 
and that doesn't no. do it for you. Okay. No. Um. Well, that's. I mean, already again, strike number two. Your pain's invalid because I literally <laughs> every time I go to Chick Fil A, I ask for twelve containers okay. of Polynesian, and they always say, "What do you need twelve for?" And I'm always like, "Am I paying for you to ask me what I need twelve for? Or am I paying for twelve Polynesian?" So you know, but it's pretty good. Hey, at least you didn't say kid sauce or Chick Fil A sauce. Exactly. Those are so disgusting. Those are so disgusting. That should that should have been my least my unpopular opinion because people yes, I don't know who started really this go crazy charade that Polynesian. I mean that Chick Fil A sauce is good. I don't know who started it. I wasn't I in know. on it, but y'all keep on know. keeping like, it up, and I, I just can't. hate hearing that. Like it's not good. Stop. It's sugar. That's like it. People want to lie and say it's good, and I'm like, who's it for? Who's holding you hostage <laughs> that makes you believe that you have to perpetuate this lie? But, you know, it's okay. Okay, guys, last question. Why should our listeners continue listening to Motive Talks? Well, I mean, if you want great, insightful food recommendations by yours truly, <laughs> that I think that's enough alone. But besides the fun questions and the great answers you should continue listening and stick around for a second episode and every episode after because we are covering topics that you don't really see anywhere else and we're doing it from the perspective of us those who are living who are growing up during this time the gen zers and even though that might sound like a setback to some i think it is an advantage because we're probably one of the most insightful generations yet and we're the ones really taking the charge for mental illness and mental health overall so i think that hearing our takes and hearing the host that we can bring on really can just manifest that wave I'm really excited for Motive Talks and I feel that I really like how topics range from sharing stories about people's personal mental health and combating the stigma of mental health but there are also like fun um fun podcasts we'll have like talking about art therapy or toxic masculinity and I feel that it's really important if teenagers hear it from teenagers who've experienced it recently in this time period so that it would um, allow them to be in a more relatable supportive community. I completely love your answer. I totally agree. I feel like you should continue listening because we are teenagers and even though like we hear all these things like you know, you teens don't know anything. You guys are, you know, so ignorant. You don't know anything. Mm-hmm. But we definitely do have, we are smart. Like, we have our own intellectual properties and stuff like that. And we take a whole new perspective into these situations that we're talking about. And we cover these serious topics. But we also want to show that we have personality as well. Like, we're going to talk to you about mental illness, about these serious topics. But we're also going to talk to you like a teenager would. Because there's nothing wrong with that as well, you know? Like, we just want to show you that there's nothing wrong with mental health, with the stigma. And just, I feel like that's really important because as teens, we're really, like, degraded a lot just in society. But we definitely have our own perspective to put on things. And it's going to be so interesting. Definitely. I mean, our opinion matters because whether we like it or not, for a lot of mental illnesses symptoms start to show up in your teen years and i believe that if we can get to that audience those who are Mm -hmm. just becoming susceptible 
to any type of mental illness or for those who are friends that are becoming susceptible to that type of thing and want to see how to interact with them, how to help them or how to help themselves, we can help with that effort. So, you know, listening to us, being like there is a place at the table for every listener to join in on our conversation is one of our goals. We're trying to start a conversation about mental health that's illness we're not trying to lecture we're just trying to say that this is not something that is taboo that should be kept under covers this is something we need to talk about because it's real exactly that's all for our q a segment if you have any questions make sure you let us know and please share this podcast with your friends your family or anyone that you think is in need Anyone that you think would be interested in learning more and hearing more about mental health, mental illness, and the facets of how it affects us in our daily lives. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to follow our Instagram at Modern Divergence for more updates. If you liked what you heard, stick around for our second episode.